You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG channel where we help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today we're going to be looking at the parable of the unjust steward, right? Again, it's a line by line, text by text, exposition, explanation. And we're going to be learning a few things because it's a parable, right? Now, what is a parable? Because many people, this is where they miss it, the parables. A parable is a simple story used to illustrate a moral or spiritual lesson. In other words, in a parable, there is a lesson. There's a lesson to be learned. Probably in Jesus' teaching, he's trying to illustrate something. Now, he gives a parable. Now, where people miss it is this. Look, if it's a story on its own, the story, because the parable is a story, right? But then usually if you are, for example, I'm giving... An example, I'll probably make it a direct comparison. I'll be using, um, if I'm going to illustrate something, I would probably make it as close to what I'm saying as possible. But a parable, di- what I say, diverses or is not like that in that sense. A parable may, it has an end point and it may use different means and approaches that don't sound similar to what you're saying to get to that end point. I'll give you an example. Remember the story of the unjust judge, the widow and the unjust judge, when Jesus... Jesus starts with that, that parable, we say, men always ought to pray and not give up. Then he now says there was an unjust judge. So number one, an unjust judge. Number two, a widow who wanted justice. The unjust judge not fear God or men and would not answer her, but she kept on being persistent, coming every day. And she said, you know, the judge said, I don't fear God, I don't fear men, but because this woman... I don't want that to wear me out, so I'm going to give her justice. Now, remember, it started with God, um, Jesus saying, men always ought to pray and not give up. So, someone may now say, okay, the widow is us and the unjust judge is God. But that doesn't make sense. God is not unjust. The Bible tells us clearly that he is a good God, right? James 1, good and 17, every good and perfect gift comes from above from the Father of lights in whom there's no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God is good, amen? He's a giving God. He is not unjust. Are you seeing that? Number two, he does not, you know, it's not because we shout so much that he answers us, no. But he's, Jesus was talking about the fact that men should be persistent in their prayer lives and he uses that story of the woman and the unjust judge. What was he pointing at? Persistence. Not giving up. You know, resilience. That's what he was pointing out. But you can go very far with that parable and begin to allude many things. And that's how many other parables are in the Bible. There's a lesson. If you don't understand the lesson, right, or the fact that it's the lesson you're meant to highlight, you'll be lost in the parable, in the stories. So same thing with this um, unjust steward. It's in Luke chapter 16. Now, let's just go right to the end of it and see something. The moral, the story right actually when the moral of the lesson it starts from saying um from verse 11 actually it says or from verse let's just say from verse 13 no serv- no servants can serve two masters for he would hate one and love the other or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other you cannot serve god and money right so he now explains what he means by that in the verses before it says, verse 10, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least also unjust in much. Look at verse 9. Um, and I say unto you, make friends for yourselves by unrighteous mammon, that when you fail, they may receive you into an everlasting home. 
Okay? So, basically, it's talking about money and the fact that money should be used properly. Money should be properly stewarded and that money or the way you use money or riches is a test of your faithfulness to God. So, let's now dive into the parable itself. Okay? So, he said to his disciples also, there was a certain rich man, who that's from verse 1, who had a steward and an accusation was brought to him that this man was wasting his goods. So, he called him and said to him, what is that? this i hear about you give me an account of your stewardship for you can no longer be steward then the steward said within himself what shall i do for my master is taking the stewardship away from me i cannot dig i am ashamed to beg i have resolved what to do that when i am put out of the stewardship that they may receive me into their houses okay so he called every one of his master's debtors to himself and said to the first, how much do you owe my master? And he said, a hundred measures of oil. So he said to him, take your bill and sit down quickly and write 50. Then he said to another, and how much do you owe? So he said, a hundred measures of wheat. And he said to him, take your bill and write 80. Now look at verse 8. So the master commended the unjust steward because he had dealt shrewdly. Now, If you think about it, this doesn't make sense. This is quite illogical. Why is the steward being fired? He is being fired because of the very same thing he's doing, which is that he was squandering his master's money. He was wasting his goods. He was squandering it. He wasn't faithful, you get, to manage his master's goods properly and make sure he wasn't losing anything. Rather, he was squandering, lavish, just abusing his office or position as a steward of the man's resources. You see, now, there's something you need to point out. We need to point out here that he's a steward. You know, at least that one we can get to. He's a steward. A steward means the resources are not his own. Are you seeing that? So let's highlight that. He's a steward. The resources are what? Not his own. So whatever it is just trying to point out is the fact that we are we are supposed to have stewardship of resources. There's a stewardship there. But then, how did the master deal with him? The master said, the master was actually amused right and he commended him how can you commend someone for ripping you off how can you commend somebody for giving out your stuff people are owing you instead of collecting the full thing you give away part of it it just tells you this is a parable this will not happen in real life it won't and then there's a tendency to think that Jesus is the master they're talking about here not really you know not really although there is a master anyway but not really He's just a master. He's just telling a lesson. He says, The master commended the unjust. Why? Because he had dealt shrewdly. In other words, wisely. <laughs> For the sons of this world are more shrewd in the generation than the sons of light. So, you know, what is. <laughs> it's just a very interesting story. I'm even losing words. That the master dealt, you know, commended him. Now, what the master commended him on doing will be the focus or emphasis of this parable. So, Jesus now says in verse 9, And I say to you, what? Make friends for yourself with what? Unrighteous mammon. Are you seeing that? In other words, mammon should or money should have a purpose. It is not for amassing. It is for what? Making friends. It says make friends for yourself. In other words, let it extend to others. There is love and charity when it comes to finances or money. 
It says that when you fail, they may receive you into an everlasting home. Now, when he says everlasting home, you can already tell he's not even just talking about the natural. He's actually talking about spiritual things also, eternity and all that stuff. You get. Because which, which friend do you have that will receive it into an everlasting home? Verse 10, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in what? Much. Are you seeing that? And he who is unjust in what is least is also unjust in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the word, unrighteous mammon. Are you seeing that? Unrighteous mammon. So, he's talking about faithfulness, stewardship with resources that God has given you. Stewardship, right? He says, who will commit to you or to your trust true riches? In other words, he's telling you, remember he spoke about everlasting habitations. He's telling you that the way you spend or use money is a great indicator of how of what you'll be entrusted with in eternity or in the ages to come. It is a great indicator of how you'll be entrusted. In other words, money is supposed to be used to actually purchase, <laughs> are you seeing that, value on the other side. It is not something to be amassed like the rich fool we spoke about a few days ago. It is something to be used. Remember the Bible says the rich fool was not rich towards God. He saw money as a thing to be kept and and Saturn, rather God is saying that it is something that's supposed to be used, right, to make friends, something to use to purchase higher realities. Are you using that? He says, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Now he says, now remember he spoke about the fact that is who is faithful with least. So in other words, finances is the least, is the, is the least, least test, is the smallest test of your faithfulness. He now says verse 12, and if you have not been faithful with what is another man's? Who will give you your own? Are you seeing this? So you are seeing clearly that it is stewardship. It is another man's own. The resources you have at your disposal are not yours. You know, when you understand this, you will not be a stingy person. It's not yours. And it has been given to you or they have been given to you to actually, um, how will I put it, to help others to... Um, okay, Paul, speaking about... Um, this he says let him that stole steal no more but let him labor working with his hands that he may have something to give are you seeing that in other words giving is is what, what is the purpose of money purpose of money or purpose of money is supposed to be used to touch lives to bless lives you understand to move the kingdom forward to invest in eternal realities and to invest in eternal realities to invest in people whether by the gospel or by love you see that? That's how you actually invest in your eternity by investing in people. Because when we talk about God's work, also you're talking about people. People need to be reached, right? People need to be taken care of. Both those who are taking the gospel to others and those who are receiving the gospel need to be reached. So are you seeing that? <laughs> okay. So he says, if you are not being faithful and not man's own, who will give you what's your own? So what you have is not yours. Say after me, what I have is not mine. Say it. <laughs> Verse 13. No servant can serve two masters. So, he's telling you clearly that no matter you are a servant, you are a steward. Okay? And as a steward, you can either decide to use the resources that have been given to you by God to either serve him or you can use them to serve the enemy. Actually, to serve the enemy means to serve yourself, to amass for yourself. Are you seeing that? So, he says he will hate one and love the other. He will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Are you seeing that? So, a person who is... is frugal or is stingy with the resources that are in his hand who doesn't use it you get to help and bless others that person is actually a slave to money is a slave to this world is a slave to survival are you seeing that 
but there's greater things. God is trying to take our attention from these natural things to the fact that there are greater things eternal or of eternal value and that we can use the resources at our disposal to invest and reap eternal treasures. Hallelujah. So, are you seeing how the parable went? It had nothing to do with a lot of the information of the parable itself. Are you seeing that? Of course, yeah, had nothing to do with it. So, we have to understand parables. When you read parables that the lesson is the most important thing. Don't get carried away with the story. What is the lesson? And usually, at the end of the summary, they'll probably put the lesson there. Alright? Sometimes. Okay, guys, that is it for today. Have a wonderful day. God bless you and bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram at pst.essien, pst.essien. Also, if you've been blessed and you'd love to support what we do here at MOG Podcast, then you can give to 0106-207-685. I'll say that again, 0106-207-685-GT Bank. God bless you.